welcome to the Brews Room on St. Brewis Radio, a weekly discussion of craft beer trends, culture, and brewing. Come join Jeff Britton, owner of Exit 6 Brewery in Cottleville, his brewmaster Justin Helm, Kyle Dent, owner of Shamrock's Pub and Grill in St. Charles, and beer enthusiast Mark Arminio. The Brews Room, alcohol by volume. Hey guys, we're back. Another week of the Brews Room. Oh yeah, I thought we just came back from a break. No. It's like a week-long extended break. We're back from the week. That was quite the dump you just We're, took from the end of the last show. Dude, you have no idea. <laughs> no idea. I feel at least 30 pounds lighter. You look at least 10 pounds lighter, I was going to say. Yeah, and I feel even better than I look, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Okay, guys, so you know the old saying, you got to take the good with the bad? Well, the good thing is Mark and Kyle are not with us today. The bad thing is Jake Flick is. Hey, Jake. Boom. <laughs> What's up, guys? So, yeah, Kyle uh, didn't feel like being here, and Mark was ill. I don't know. Something like that. I, they might be Those having mean, a secret tryst between them. Sorry. Not tryst. What, what's that word? Yeah. Tryst? Tryst. 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 Yeah. tryst. Like a twist with an R. Yeah. Maybe, do you think they're having a secret tryst? I just assumed that Mark had like a herpes flare-up or something. That Again? I, I thought say. he got rid of it. I guess you never really get rid <laughs> nah. of herpes, do you? <laughs> no, he, I know he's been trying for years. It sticks around. Yeah. Uh, kind of like our regulars, Scott Tetmeyer. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Just more masturbation material yep. for you, Scotty. He asked me as soon as he saw me today uh, what I was going to blame on him uh, this week. I said, I don't know. I always come up with something on the fly. And yeah. You let something there let you it out there. So there well, you go. We, we said his name again. Well done. Well done. You think there's like a notch in his bedpost for every time he hears his name on the... Uh... I think he's got one column for a notch in the bedpost every time he hears his name on the blue bruise room and the other side is every time he gets laid and the bruise run is longer <laughs> <laughs> i think it's up to four <laughs> unless you count guys well you gotta count guys no well then in this day and age we're progressive yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know all my mentioned notches are on my bedpost and there's quite a fucking few of them you're married so, oh, all of your mentions. Yeah. Yeah, you're, that's true. Oh, we guys talk about me a lot. <laughs> I missed that, too. <laughs> oh, and I finally finished uh, you know, last week's episode, and thanks for being so nice. Did we talk nice about you? You know, you did. I was pretty surprised. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's weird for okay, us. We must, must have, have been drunk. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. But uh, So, yeah, it's just going to be the three of us today. We uh, might bring Good Boy on in a little while once he shows up, but... We all know how fucking riveting he is, so he may just sit in the corner by like usual. Uh, but we do have some incredible beer for tonight, uh, so that's going to be most of the focus. We had the Exit 6 Beer Fest was a couple days ago, and we've got the Big Black Beer Bash coming up this weekend, so we'll kind of touch on those things and drink beer, probably talk about Schlafly, let Jake stroke his company's bit a little bit, and, you know, go from there. Yeah, so... So, Beer Festival, E6 Beer Festival this past weekend. A lot of you listeners were out there. Thank you for coming out. Hope Thank you, you very much. had a good time. I had a good time. I had a real good time. As, yeah. as a, uh, a non-organizer, a, a, a participant, a vendor, if you will, yeah. what would you think? I had a great time. It was very well put together. I had everything I needed. Didn't okay. feel crammed in there at all. But I, I think the uh, Tiki Torch was a nice touch. I, I've heard that a lot from a lot of yeah, people this really? year. So that was such a last-minute thing too. Yeah, We're no. like, man, what can we do for some extra lighting? Like, 
tiki torches? I don't know. Like they're cheap. <laughs> I'll have to pull up a picture of it, but I have a picture was standing kind of by where we parked all of our cars at the end of the night. You yeah. just gave like a nice glow to the whole place. It was cool. Nice. I tried taking a couple of those. I don't know how to take nighttime photos. I'm not a photographer. Me either. Mine probably looks yeah. like shit too. I was drunk. Yeah. Mark got some pretty good ones. Um, he posted a bunch of pictures today. Um, that camera takes really good photos. Yeah. It was expensive. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I think when you have a, just a dedicated camera and not a camera phone, you get a little bit better quality. You think? Do you think his camera has more megapixels? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like at least three or four more, I think. Just three? There are other answers. <laughs> I don't know. How, what's the right number, Jake? I don't know, dude. <laughs> what? Don't question my answer, then. You seem so <laughs> definite about that. I, I kind of know what I'm talking about once in a while. I, I believe you. <laughs> I mean, seriously, out of everybody sitting at this table here, none of us know more about cameras than Justin. That's true. Well, rad. I, I did once make a pinhole camera in uh, middle school. It was like one of our extra... Is that a true story? Yeah. One of our extra <laughs> courses. We had like uh, once a quarter... You'd go, and all four teachers, I went to a small middle school, obviously, I say four teachers, that was for the whole building, and they had like a, a special class that you'd go to once a week, and uh, one of them was film development, and we made pinhole cameras with, out of like a... Wait a minute, your teacher taught you how to make a pinhole camera? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, we got to do Is the whole Is that teacher process. in jail now? <laughs> and I, I hope that you have deleted Not the photos that you... camera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was something else. <laughs> but no, we got to learn the whole process of film development, and we, we built a dark room and got to use all the chemicals and, and shit. It was okay. You had to build a dark room for school? Well, I mean, we had to put the whole thing together. Yeah. I was going to say, do you live in a third world country? Is that where you grew up? I went to a, a middle school that had 70 kids in it total. Okay. And only four teachers? Uh, actually... I six, guess that's seven, less than six. There were six teachers. There was two for each grade, sixth, seventh, and eighth. Damn. Our uh, our school was in an old house, basically. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, my eighth grade graduating class, there were fifteen students. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's only because one of them transferred middle of the year. We we started the year with sixteen, eight boys, eight girls. At the end of the year, we had uh, seven boys, eight girls. Man, with that few of kids, like it's really hard to not be in a clique, right? You, is everybody was everybody friends or did you was there still I mean, like uh, yeah basically I was mean, there like two kids that nobody sat with at lunch still yeah you would think hey look there's eight girls seven guys everybody's getting laid odds are good yeah but no well because of the eight girls three of them you don't want to touch <laughs> all right well how many of the guys were like that so you got to cut the odds on both sides well one of them mainly but he's the one that left early <laughs> he's the one that transferred so seven on four now. Yeah. Seven on five? Basically. If I'm you, I don't know if I like that. No. No, I, I, I did all right. You were, you, you were like the tall guy always, right? I was. So you had a little bit of that going for you. Yeah. And the Pl- full beard still in eighth grade was a, a good put, you know, bonus. My fucking boyish charm. <laughs> people loved me. No, I didn't, do, I didn't do good in that school. I did not. <laughs> I, was, uh, I set the record for being the first one expelled. Not expelled. I'm sorry. Uh Suspended. They suspended, thank yeah. you. Uh, out of school suspension. I pile drive a kid out on the playground. Were you like playing WWE? No, it was a fight, and I thought, oh, oh I know what I'll do. I'll give him a pile driver because that's what you do. <laughs> I'd seen it on TV, seemed like a good idea. Nah, it wasn't. Jake, have you ever given a pile driver? No. Not in the bedroom. Been on the receiving end, though. It's awful. <laughs> I bet you have. <laughs> Did you guys go a, to the same high school or middle school? I don't know. I was a geek in high school, dude. No. Hey. 
Says the guy who just bust, told us he busted out his VHS tapes because, <laughs> hey, he couldn't get his streaming service to work at home. My PlayStation died. You feel my pain. You I know do. you do. <laughs> can definitely feel the pain on that, but but I, I don't have any VHSs no. to bust out to pass the time. Well, VHSs? VHSI. So you have to respect me here. Yes. Okay. It's VHS apostrophe. There's it, no apostrophe S. It's just the apostrophe. Right? I didn't bust out my VHS. Yeah, I think it's I think it's plural and singular. What if it's female? Ooh, like actor, actress, actress. I think you just call them actors now. I don't think you're allowed to like officer, officeress. Yeah, see, I don't think that works. I don't know, man. Waiter, waitress. You yeah. don't call them waiters. I guess you can call them servers. Why not serveress? <laughs> I don't know. Is it like- VHSs. You see, if it's a chick flick, it's a VHSS. Okay. And plural of those is VHSSs. There's too many. I have no many fucking clue anymore. Let's drink beer. <laughs> okay. You want to open one of these uh, fantastic beers that you brought in for us? Yeah, I brought a few beers from a buddy of mine up in stop, Madison. Stop. Oh, God damn it. Um, Mobcraft. This, these are the guys that run Shark, Shark Tank. And I've got uh, something called Diligence from them. It is a Wait. saison with Brett. They were on Shark Tank? Yeah. To open a brewery? They did, and they shot them down in flames. I, say, they still... I thought they got shot down. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they did it anyway. What was their, what was their gimmick? Hey, look, we're going to make beer? Basically. But they're, <laughs> they're, they're crowdsourced for ideas, so a lot of homebrewers shoot in their ideas and like, hey, let's make it. The best one wins, and then they come through with that. So that's what a lot of these beers are. <laughs> All right. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It, it's, cool. it's a gimmicky idea. I don't, I'm not going to invest in it, but it's a neat idea. And then I brought another one from them called uh, Aunt Hazel. It's a barrel-aged flavored imperial milk stout. Is it hazelnut? I don't know. I would assume so. Well, I guess we'll It's got out. a squirrel on the front of it. There's I'm going to bet chance. it is. Yeah, it says uh, yeah. cocoa nibs and roasted hazelnuts. Sweet. I awesome. Hazelnut. That sounds delicious. Right? right. So, Let's uh, crack open this Brett first. Brett think it'll Saison. be an exploder. Um, Maybe. You want me to take it over to the sink? Maybe. All right, let me do that. They kind of rolled around in my car for a minute. <laughs> you guys are going to have to keep the conversation going. Well, I'm okay. going to talk to myself then. <laughs> hey. Uh, so anyway, back to the uh, E6 Beer Fest. Uh, I had a couple of standout beers. I don't know if you had anything, Jake, that you were really excited about. Uh, but One Trick Pony came down from Chicago, and their Oktoberfest was fucking phenomenal. I don't know if you got a chance to try it. I but did. You guys put me right next to him, and it was awesome. Really, really good. Um, he also had a rosemary uh, saison. Yeah. Um, With lemongrass. Yeah, I think I liked it, but um, I wasn't 100% sure. It had a pretty solid. very strong, like, menthol character to it, if you know what I mean, like Vicks VapoRub. You know, like, it just felt like it was going to open up my uh, chest and nasal. You know how I feel about saisons. Singular nasal? And Just th- one. I one still- of them was deviated, so I can't use it anyway. <laughs> I thought that one was pretty good, but I, I'm just I'm a huge fan of Mark and and those beer uh, one trick pony. I think he's really doing amazing stuff for it being a part time gig for him. I think he's doing a damn fine job. Wait, he has another job. Yeah, he's a lawyer. Oh no shit! Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's his full time job. The brewery is just funsies. If I had to look at that guy and said, guess what his day job <laughs> is? It's definitely not lawyer. Nah, I would have guessed like gas station attendant or <laughs> trucker or something like that. Like he just. No offense to him, like yeah. I Me- look mechanic. Yeah, 
blue collar type worker, I would not expect him to be going to work in a suit and tie. Every nah, day. he's he's a lawyer. We we talk quite a bit throughout the year. Yeah, and uh, he'll tell me about the various cases he's working and shit like that. I mean, no, <laughs> that doesn't sound he's like a real. privacy violation or anything. He doesn't give me names. Oh sure. <laughs> But I just, I really like their beer. I'm so excited when he comes down because, I mean, it's a small festival. He drives, you know, 10 hours round trip just for the night, you know, just to hang out with us just because we, we get along so well. One of these years he's going to be on time. No. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> he was only 15 minutes late this year, so that was good. And yeah, he remembered no, all of his equipment, so bonus. We can't say that about everybody that came to the festival. <laughs> Jeff Hardesty, we're looking at you. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. I think he pulled two regulators apart and put them back together. It was awful. Yeah. He got going, though. Yeah. Jake, what'd you guys have? Uh, we had uh, dry hopped APA run through lime on the Randall. So oh, dry- that's right. The Randall. I really liked that. Yeah. It was tasty. I mean, it kind of came off of that spoof commercial we made back, you know, I guess back when dry um, Bud Light Lime came out back in the day. And I said, just had this crazy idea that I had to do it, and it was actually pretty tasty. And uh, actually, it really sucked because I had a bunch of beers that I had ordered for our festival and they didn't show up. So I had to kind of like grab a few things out of the brewery, which worked out really well because I found a six barrel of our smoked stout. So it's like a... Wait, you had smoked stout on at the festival? I did. How the fuck did I miss that? Yeah, it, it, the handle for it and everything. <laughs> up on the, No, I mean, like you walked past. It said smoked stout right there. I, I didn't even walk back past their booth. Well, I mean, it sounds like you're... Your mistake. It was my mistake. You were correct. Don't feel bad. I walked back <laughs> to your booth once. I kept drinking Starka. Oh, yeah. You, you had the whiskey right guys. next to you. I it was, why do you think I was so drunk when I got back here? Because you're an alcoholic. Point taken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had. Uh, I was excited that those guys came out. Yeah. That was cool. You know, a lot of our listeners got to try the OMG and, and whatnot that we you know talked about on the show so many times. Well, I've been wanting to try Starka since you guys talked about it. On the show, it was pretty. I was impressed. Yeah, I had a, uh, one of our regulars in on Friday. Um, he said he had just came. He, he got off work a little bit early, and we weren't open yet. And he went by St. Louis Distillery because he had just listened to the show when Bill was on. And he's like, "Oh, I got to go check them out." And he went down there and bought like three or four bottles from him, and oh, sweet, met one of the other owners and um, talked to him for a while. And so I think. They've made some sales off of the show, which is cool. And yeah. I'm hoping that, you know, with as many people as were at the festival, that, uh, you know, they got out there to maybe a group of people that had never heard of them before. So, yep. Bill seemed really excited about doing it. Like, uh, this was the first festival they have ever done. Uh, and when I told him what it was all about, he seemed really excited about it. And he was bummed that he couldn't make it, but he sent, uh, you know, the other two guys. <laughs> seemed like Will? wonderful people. Is one of them uh, Will? Maybe. Yes. I could look through my emails and tell you because he told me their names, but I don't remember. I had never met either of those guys before, and I'm not great with names. Well, the long-haired guy was yeah. working the day that we went there. Uh, oh, that's right, but it was real busy. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't exactly meet him, but he was working. That's the only other time I'd seen him before. Yeah. Uh, lots of pumpkin beers out, obviously, mine. for the festival. Did you? I did. I had pumpkin. I had uh, double IPA as well. And then Man, that beer's so killer. I still love that. I don't think I got the love that it should have. It was really tasty. Which one? Our double IPA. Well, that's probably because of that other double IPA that was released that everybody seemed to be so crazy about. That's true. Jake, Jake doesn't know. That was, uh, I can't remember, No Juice for You, I think was what it was called. Oh, yeah, that might have been it. That's yeah. the one beer I did try of yours at the best. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome, dude. 
So if you're listening to this and you weren't at the festival, you missed the release of uh, No Juice For You, which is our new big double IPA. Uh, and it will be on at the bar. It's on right now, but it'll be back on in about probably three or four days. Uh, as soon as TBFIE or uh, one of the other seasonals blows, we're going to tap that batch. It just came out of the tanks uh, Wednesday. So Big 8.5% double IPA dry hopped with El Dorado and Ella. So. It's a nice beer. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, dude. pretty I, good. I really enjoyed it. It seemed like it got a really good response, too, so I was happy about that. Justin came up with the name. You want to tell him why? Uh yeah, <laughs> I thought I would, would love to. I no. thought so. I tried it right out of the uh, the tank uh, before it was carved, and it was super. It was a little hot, and then just really in your face, like hoppy bitterness and pine, and just a hint of like lemon or so. Not, and it's an anti northeast style IPA. You know, it's not hazy, bright orange, and full of orange juice and pineapple and grapefruit and all of that shit that. You know, Northeast is doing right now. Um, not that there's anything wrong with those beers, because we have one of our own that's getting ready to come out of the tank here in a couple of days. But that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, uh, I love those style beers. This was just our antithesis for that style right now. So we're gonna have that on and the uh, Northeast style on right Run, next to it. We call that running the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. We do. <laughs> yeah, that's a business term. You guys can use that. <laughs> Is that like running the jewels? It's kind of like running the jewels. I don't know where I was going with that, but I don't even know what that means. I just don't know who they are. Well, you should, you should get on their level. You really yeah. should, man. You'd like run the jewels. They're awesome. Um, what do you guys think of this beer? I, I fucking love this. You said uh, Brett Saison. I thought it was going to be a little yeah. more dry and funky, which it is. But it's got a really nice, like, slight sourness on it, too. It's really good. So I opened one of their beers for the Eclipse. It was called Brett as the, Brett as the Sun. It had a big, like, sun spot on it, and it was incredibly funky, band-aid-y. Yeah. It was good, but it was nothing like this. This one's leaning, leaning still a little too much on the Saison end for me to, really? to say that I really <laughs> like it. Uh, for Saison, I could, I'm going to finish my glass and enjoy it, but I wouldn't order a second. It's... I get that Brett funkiness, but not enough. I could drink a lot of this yeah. beer. This is a beer I could sit down and I don't know what the ABV is on it, um, but I could I could drink a few of these. I think it was seventy four and a half. Oh man, I yeah, that know. sounds right. I think that's what I what I read. It's actually not on here. It probably yeah. That's is. why I'm, I'm assuming six eight. Oh shit, seven percent. <laughs> yeah, hmm. told you. Okay, I could. Drink a few of them, just maybe like one less than I would planned on. Was I supposed to read the entire lineup of beers? Because I just trailed off, and it sounds like me. We'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. Once this one's gone, we'll open up the next one. We don't need to read them all off at once. It's all right. <coughs> uh, I am happy to say too uh, about the festival. We didn't have any ambulance or police calls this year. No, that was a nice change yeah, it was a bonus. from last year. <laughs> Nobody almost died out in the grass. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was uh, Lauren had to find an EpiPen or something. Yeah, yeah. not an EpiPen. Uh, uh, a rescue uh, inhaler. Rescue oh inhaler. right, yeah. She yeah, handled that, was, that like a champ. It was uh, Jonesy's girlfriend uh, went into some sort of epilep not epileptic uh, anaphylactic shock. Yeah, something that from uh, some bug spray or as, something. As, oh, asthmatic. Yeah, asthmatic shock. I so, don't yeah. know. Nothing bad happened this year, and uh, we broke the shit out of that place down. 
at the end of the night, man. <laughs> we crushed that. We got, I got good friends. Yeah. I've got really good friends that, that helped us out a lot. Uh, none of them listen to the show, so I'd say thank you, but, you know, go fuck yourself. Uh, but, you know, man, we really do. We got, we got good friends. Michael Stewart helped out a lot, and yeah, I don't think I got to say thank you to him before he disappeared, and I'm pretty sure he listens to the show. So, uh, Michael, does. let me tell you thank you right now. So, Jake, while you're here, uh, why don't you throw at us some uh, new Schlafly stuff. What's coming out? What do you well, got going on? we have a few things coming out. Um, uh, 1031, we will be releasing um, Coffee Stout and Christmas Ale. Everybody gets pretty excited about Coffee Stout, and I am too. So. Uh, if there's one thing I think about Christmas Ale, it's Halloween. <laughs> right? <laughs> Selling window. <laughs> That's all I got. Selling window. Your guys' Coffee Stout is really good, though. It is, yeah. That. I'm a fan. Yeah, we've been making it with Caldies for quite a few years now, and people get really angry when it goes away. So, I mean, I don't know how well a coffee style would sell during the summer, but hey. When are you guys ever going to do a, uh, a like an imperial barrel-aged version of that? Well, it's funny you say that. We kind of did that <laughs> with the Ibex coffee. I was going to say, oh, did, yeah, didn't yeah, you do that did uh, four months ago? Imperial <laughs> coffee style. <laughs> I drink too much beer. I forget about things. How could you I forget drink that? and I it forget so things. Good. That's, uh, that's what I do. right well there's that uh we will be we just came out with hop toddy again that one was in retirement for about six years we drank that uh bottle that last week after the show yeah i don't know what i think about that it's it's interesting yeah i think if you if you like hot toddies you're gonna be all about that beer absolutely i don't i don't know that i've ever had a hot toddy and there's a lot of lemon I, that well, was my yeah, thing. I love use, hot toddies. If it had a touch less lemon, I would have liked the beer more. I still really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I think it could have done with a little bit less lemon. Well, the original batch was incredibly heavily dry hop, et cetera. Yeah. I don't know that this one was exactly like that, but I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. So that was a really neat beer. Um, the next Ibex four-pack we'll be releasing uh, will be in the middle of October. We're going to do barrel-aged pumpkin. All right. So we cranked up the gravity on pumpkin a little bit to about nine and a half, and then so aged eight it Eight and a half wasn't big enough? That was eight. I was just going to say, what's it normally, <laughs> isn't it? Right, but okay. We threw it into rum barrels and aged it. So, oh, that'd be uh, fun. Yeah. yeah. Kind of excited about that. I mean, I've always liked Schlafly pumpkin, even before I sold it. So, and I've always secretly wanted a barrel aged, so my wish came true. Why, didn't, why was it secretly? I don't know. Why didn't you just go tell him? Hey, Jared. Let's put the shit in barrels. Well, it was Augie at that point. But hey, yeah. Augie, let's put the shit in barrels. <laughs> I brought it up to hey, him. Stephen Hale, let's put the shit in barrels. You had conversation with Augie? He just kind of looks at you and nods. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, I... he's real high. No. <laughs> he, no, he doesn't do that at uh, all. I went uh, with him to Denver. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, towards the end of the year, we'll be releasing uh, the single malt Scottish style ale again. That was another one of our 20th anniversary beers. It's it's friggin' tasty. And then uh, we will do another batch of our bourbon barrel aged quadruple in 750s towards the end of the year as well. So, that gets me really excited. I love that beer. That'll be out at like an 11.99, 12.99 price point too. Sweet for the 750. Yeah. Fuck. Nice. Yeah. I'm gonna buy a couple cases myself. So I want to sit on some of that. Yeah. So that kind of rounds out our year, really. Don't have a whole lot of new things coming out from there. It's exciting stuff, man. I, yeah. we, we've, I mean, you listen. You've, you've heard us talk. New Schlafly's fun again. Oh, yeah, man. You know, new Schlafly is 
is great. They're putting out some. You guys are putting out some really incredible shit. I'm excited about it. Well, you heard me gushing about this stuff last year. <laughs> yeah. Like when I got out of that portfolio, I mean, I was like, dude, this and this and this. Like, I was really excited for the end of the year to come. Uh-huh. And it's finally here. So it's like I have to open my Christmas presents. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah. When is the uh, Barrel Age Pumpkin coming out? It should be mid October. I think they wanted to leave it in barrels just a little bit longer to grab some more character. Yeah. So it got pushed back a little, but should be here in time for Halloween. We just tapped our first pumpkin beer at the bar uh, Friday at O'Fallon's Vanilla Pumpkin, which I actually really liked. I've, we've talked about it on the show. I'm not a big pumpkin guy normally. Uh, I really liked Vanilla Pumpkin. Um, I haven't tr- I haven't tried it this year. No. I liked it last year, but I have not. I just can't do it yet. It's still ninety five degrees. I just felt like I tapped it. I had to try it at least. I don't know why because it's going to sell itself. It's not like I have to go and suggest yeah. people to buy O'Fallon's Vanilla Pumpkin because we sold so much of it last year. It's always one of our most popular ones that we carry. I'm sure we'll see uh, Schlafly's on here pretty soon too. There's no doubt about it. That always moves well. Right on. The barrel aged pumpkin coming in draft. No, unfortunately, we, we aren't doing any of those on draft. Ah, that sucks. I know. <laughs> All right, so not to drastically change the subject, but uh, Warren and I, uh, on Sunday, Sunday's kind of our day. We go out on the motorcycle, and uh, there's a couple bars over in Grafton that I really like to go to. <clears throat> I want to tell you a story about being at one. It's my favorite bar that we go to. While you're pouring the next beer, i got to tell you the story, though. Uh, I'm sitting down at the bar. And this guy comes up, and he's like, uh, he says to the bartender, I need a rum and Coke and a Budweiser. So the, uh, the bartender gives him a rum and Coke and a Miller Lite. All right. It was a mistake. No big deal. The guy says, I can't drink Miller Lite. It's a Pilsner. It makes me sick. Can I please get my Budweiser? What? <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Uh, the guy goes, my bad. I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. I'll fix it. Here you go. Here's your Budweiser. Puts the Miller Lite on ice for the next customer. You know, the guy walks away and I, I grab the bartender and I'm like, dude, did that guy just say Pilsners make him sick? So he couldn't drink Miller Lite. He had a Budweiser. The guy's like, yeah, man, apparently he gets sick on uh, Pilsners. So I gave him a Budweiser instead. I went, you know, Budweiser's a Pilsner, right? He looks at me and goes, no, it's not. It's a domestic. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> I, I my next words were, "Just stop, stop right now, and stop pretending like you know beer around me because it's not going to end well." You was texting me this, and I, I literally like I couldn't, I didn't even know what to say. Like, I was so mad. I understand if somebody you know you ask you a question, you want to bullshit through an answer or pretend like you know something that is so drastically wrong. Like, I, we're, what can you even tell them at that point? <laughs> I mean, I, I I know this guy. We're for considering the bars in another state were somewhat regulars there, and I'm like, do you by chance have any idea what I do for a living? And he's like, no, I know you're in the industry somehow. I thought, you know, I'm like, I own a brewery. He goes, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like let me tell you how you're wrong. No, I mean, we've talked about it on the show before. If you're a bartender and you don't know, don't pretend. This guy thought domestic was a style. And that just, that aggravates me. It makes me so mad when somebody comes into the, into the bar here and goes, 
You got any domestics? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you see my draft board? All of them. You know, How domestic do you want? I can handle when people use the incorrect terminology, but when they try to defend themselves is when I get upset. Like, no, stop. Just listen to me. Here's why you're wrong. Most of the time when people are giving you wrong information or trying to sound like they know what they're talking about and you try to correct them, they don't want to hear you. So, you know, you're just wasting your breath a lot of times because they're just going to continue to spout, you know, basically incorrect bullshit. <laughs> My first question is, what kind of sickness do you have if you can't drink a Pilsner? I don't know. Yeah, dude. what Pilsner do? <laughs> what Pilsner hits you that Budweiser doesn't? Miller Lite, apparently, he can't have. Made me so mad. It's the triple hopping, I think. <clears throat> oh, that could be. I didn't even think about that. The triple, they got that vortex neck that just cramps those triple hops right down your throat. Can't handle it, man. So sick. No, seriously, there was one time I had like 24 of them, man. I was super sick. I had to be because it's a Pilsner. Totally. This uh, beer is really, really good. Yeah, which one is this? This is the Mobcraft Ant Hazel. The uh, hazelnut and vanilla cocoa nibs and roasted hazelnut in barrels. The nose on this thing is amazing. Kind of smells like cake batter. Yeah. yeah no, th- these guys are two for that's, two for me so far. That's exactly what it smells like chocolate cake batter. Contains lactose and nuts, so if you're allergic to anything, don't drink this beer. Right. It kind of touches on everything, doesn't it? Unless you're Scott Tetmar. If you're allergic to those things, make sure Please you try this. a lot of it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be so mad. You're so rough on that guy. Oh, yeah. He likes it, though. Should we put a bet as to what time we get the text? <laughs> It'll be uh, like 8.45 when we're both sleeping and he wakes <laughs> us up. That'll be his revenge. 11% on this, by the way. Oh, really? No way. Yeah. That doesn't drink oh, like it. Oh, no. That does not taste like 11%. Did you save some in case Good Boy shows? I did. Okay. I've got some of uh, both of these for him, so he should be here shortly. Seriously, I, now that you said it, uh, cake batter, that's all I smell. Remember the Shiner birthday beer? I was just uh-huh. going to bring that up. Uh-huh. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of that. You know what? I don't get those much. I don't get any hazelnut. I don't really taste or smell that. A lot of vanilla, a lot of chocolate. I think the chocolate's overpowering the uh Yeah, I agree. I dig it though. My yeah, buddy was oh, I really, really like this. He was really excited to give me this beer. He's like, "You're this. You're gonna dig this." I'm like, "All right." Is man. this is this a Paul beer? No, no, no. Where are these guys from? That's my buddy Nick, Madison. Oh, they are up, up north. I think they're in Milwaukee now. They started in Madison and they moved ship to Milwaukee. Hmm. Oh yeah, Milwaukee. There we are. Good for them. Yeah. How long have they been around? I want to say a few years now. Yeah. It hasn't been very long. But they started off with just 22-ounce bottle format, and now they're into cans with some things. I, I have a rhubarb IPA from them at home right now. It's kind of like an amber IPA. It's neat. Is it, is it good? No. no. I can tell by the look on his face. You can say no. They're not from this, from right. this area. We can't talk about it for real. It's not my jam, but I really like rhubarb. So Oh, do you really? I do, yeah. You like rhubarb, but you don't like that beer? No. All right, that means that beer sucks because I don't, I'm not a big rhubarb guy. I just don't know that the beer like base played well with the rhubarb at all. It just it was kind of lost in translation for me. But yeah. I see where they were going with it. The only rhubarb beer I can remember having is strawberry rhubarb from uh, New Glarus. I still have one of those left. Um, Perennial made a rhubarb. 
Oh, do they? Um, I believe Tallgrass, we had a rhubarb from them on also. I could be wrong about that, but I think they did. <coughs> I think we've had uh, a fair share. Yeah. And I just, I've never cared for any of them. I've never eaten a rhubarb, so I don't know what it's supposed to taste yeah, like. Yeah, I haven't either. I just know that none of the beers that have rhubarb in it have I enjoyed it all. Let's put it this way: and you don't want to eat it uncooked. Yeah, I was. Is rhubarb bread a thing? Uh, no, but pie is. Rhubarb pie, maybe that's what it is. I, I, I want to say my grandma used to always do a rhubarb. My grandma good, did too, and she's that like, I never liked. So she gave me a little piece of it after she chopped it up. And it's it's the most bitter, crunchy it's, thing. Think celery. But I was, gonna th- I was really radish for some reason, but yeah, celery might be more accurate. And I'm probably wrong here, but I think the leaves themselves are poisonous. Oh, the fruit's fine, but the yep. leaves are poison. Yeah, <laughs> poison, I could be wrong. I don't poison, know. Poison, tasty fish. That's what Grandma said. <laughs> well, I wonder if it's like collard greens, where if you you cook them too much and don't ventilate the uh, the space, you can you know create mustard gas, basically. Really? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can, you can. Another way of the white man keeping the black yeah, man down. You can die from uh, cooking greens incorrectly. No shit. I had no huh. idea. Yeah. Something in the, in the leaves, like when they hit a certain point or something, like if you scorch them, like uh, it releases a chemical that's basically the same thing as mustard gas. Well, that's what, <laughs> I mean, mustard gas is made out of mustard leaves, right? I, I honestly did not know that. Yeah. It's mustard uh, it's, seeds. It's the chemical or whatever in there. And collard yeah. greens are like very similar. Uh, be a good damn. Yeah. Did you read this in the Anarchist Cookbook or what? How do you know this? I was really big into that when I was in high school. Were you really? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know. I had friends in high school that were super into it. I've seen the book and I th- I've read like <clears throat> random clips from it yeah. at some point uh, in my life. I know, but I've never like owned a copy or knew anyone that owned a copy of it. Yeah, it's like neither. the forbidden text. Yeah. It was the, really the guy that cut. wrote that hates the fact that oh, he wrote yeah. that because of the damage. I don't know what the hell he ever expected to have to happen. He wanted it to be a survival guide, basically, and it really turned into a way for criminals and uh, assholes, yeah, to destroy shit or come up and make drugs or whatever. You know, uh, there was just an article on I saw on Reddit about that the other day, actually. Oh, really? Hmm? Til? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he had just done an interview with someone not that long ago about uh, how he resented ever making it and wish he would never publish it. Yeah. I keep getting cocoa pebbles from this beer. I'm okay with that. Like yeah, the, I am too. Like the milk at the end of the uh, bowl. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's a certain breadiness to it that I like. It's just adding to that whole cake thing. Yeah. You know, a whole baked goods breadiness, if you will. So. When you said this reminded you of the Shiner beer, somebody on, I don't remember where it was. It might have been Angry Bartender. I don't know if you guys follow those. Uh, follow them at home on Facebook, but you should if you are into industry or like reading funny industry stories. Um, they can also teach you how to not be an asshole. Yes. Uh, he had, someone on the page had posted a picture to his page of a beer menu, and um, obviously it was a craft beer focused bar because it had all of the beers, and then it had their water section, which was. Miller Bud and stuff, which yeah. like okay, like I get it. You're trying to be clever and right. edgy, I guess. But they had Shinerbach on there, and I'm like, that's kind of bullshit. Like, I yeah. wouldn't. I I don't know that I'd categorize Shiner in the same group uh, as Miller Lite. No, I don't know that I would either. But I don't know if they're craft either. And, and no, you and, don't and think so. 
I, I'm not saying, no, I truly don't know. And I'm not saying that because of their size. All right, I'm saying that because I don't know what goes into their beer. Sure. Yingling has come out and said, we use adjuncts. They're not craft. Shiner, I've never heard that. I don't know if Shiner uses adjuncts. I don't know if Shiner does. If Shiner's adding shit to their beer that's not there for flavor, then they're not craft. Sure. Uh, I have no idea. Just because they're mammoth, and in my opinion, the beer's not that good, doesn't make them non-craft, doesn't make them water. So. There was a big thing today uh, online about uh, Rodenbach possibly losing its craft status next year um, because they just got bought out by some European company. And I'm like, that's a 125, somewhere in that year, old brewery that's been like at the forefront or was at the forefront of like sour, you know, sour beers back in the day. Where are they located? Belgium. Oh, okay. That so the all right, I just want to make sure we were talking about the same yeah. place. Uh, you know, Rodenbox was is their sour reds kind of their yeah. flagship beer that and everybody would know from them. Uh they got bought out by another brewery or distributor in the Netherlands. Um and then now they're owned by a, even another company um, somewhere in Europe. And the big thing today was they won't be listed as craft anymore, most likely next year for like the Brewers uh, Alliance or Guild or whatever. You know, uh, who puts out all that list every year? Uh, um, the CBA, Craft Brewers Alliance. Okay, then yeah, that, <coughs> like it, at one point, it, <sighs> what? Why is it just because of size? It's because they're not owned by. They're owned by a. A, a larger a comfort company now. I'm, yeah, that was the only thing. So is Lagunitas no longer listed as a craft brewery? I don't brewery think from they them? will be. Now, no, especially not that they took the hundred, the full buyout. Right. Yeah. I don't think there's any way they make it on the craft list anymore. I think that's wrong. You know, I mean, I'm still saying, I, as much as I preach against AB or ABI, you know, I, I still think Goose and all of them should still be listed as craft breweries. I understand you not want to support them because of who they're owned by, but they're still craft. If everything that goes into that is there for a reason, you know, or it was there for flavor, that's a craft brewery, in my opinion. I don't care who owns you or how big you are. I think you just have to have a pretty succinct set of rules, though, to separate yourselves, you know, in the in the business. Yeah. And their rule is their CBA thing seems to be independently owned craft breweries. Yeah. You know, I guess they're not really saying you are or are not craft. This may not be an independently owned craft brewery. Yes, that's basically what Which that I get, I guess. You know, Duvel's on there now, I think, or it's not on there anymore. Yeah. Uh, Does that mean Boulevard's not? I don't know, and I I would be surprised if Boulevard was on the list because, of, you know, the same thing. What? Right. You don't know, Jake? I don't know, but uh-huh. I do know that we'll be adopting that symbol in our packages next year. Oh, Are you really? really? Yeah. I was wondering how many breweries were going to actually start doing that. I mean, I've got the stickers on my doors, and we don't package anything, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, I was wondering how many breweries will be doing that. I think that's kind of taking a stand, though, too. Yeah. You know? like, Doesn't Schlafly have like part ownership <laughs> in, in, through an investment group? Yeah, but it's local. Is yeah, it? it's all St. Yeah. Louis. Yeah. It's all local, man. I think that's kind of what it's all about, Yeah, being independent and local. But does being local still mean independent? Good question. I don't know if I can answer that. Yeah. I don't know what categorizes it. I think... Maybe it's it's not a conglomerate. It's just a bunch of guys. I don't know. I mean... I was just going to say, I if I had... That. You know, say there was five guys that said, hey, we have some cash. We're looking to invest in a business. We like beer. 
if we can go and help another a brewery by investing capital and taking part ownership, you know, because we know how to run a business or whatever, does that make that brewery uh, any less craft to you? No. 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 Again, to me, it's all about the recipes. Is, is that on the same terms as an AB buyout to you? No. No. Because those guys don't have the money or the know-how or the desire to pull the backdoor shenanigans that ABI sure. does. You know, <clears throat> I don't begrudge anybody selling out to ABI. I don't like ABI. I don't like what they do. I don't like what they stand for. I don't like that they cut corners to make a shittier beer. I don't like that they pay to play. They, they've got billions of dollars and they use it all to their advantage in ways that may or may not be legal. That's what I don't like about them. So, so they just bought a new brewery in New Zealand, uh, Australia. I think it was in Australia. Australia. Yeah, after they just came out and said we're done buying breweries, I think obviously it just meant in the US because they can't hardly believe that they would lie to us. Already, yeah, This might have already been in the works. I don't know. Um, but they bought Four Pines Brewery. I think it was called Four Pines in Australia. Um, Man, like at that point, if they're done in the U.S., yeah, why aren't they? Are they going to start attacking Europe and Asia now? You know, like why not go over and uh, hit a Chino? Like that's a you yeah. know, if you're looking for an Asian market craft brewery, it's a Kiuchi, I think, is the actual name of the brewery, but they brew hit a Chino nest. Yeah. Uh, what about a, a tiger or a Sai? Uh, I don't oh, know who yeah. owns them. I mean, I know that. Of Tiger in particular is a massive brand. Yeah, you know, for all I know, they already own them. But uh, I just wonder What's the, why uh, not go for that? It's the same style that they make. Yeah. Snow is that the uh, that's, that's another, the that's uh, the biggest selling beer in the world, right? I believe so. And that's a Chinese, Chinese brewery. Yeah, I think we're going to start seeing them start buying up breweries outside of the U.S. I mean, I guess so. If they already did once, there's. I just hope that that doesn't fuck with the uh, New Zealand hops. With them going down there and taking control of that area, I don't want them buying up all the New Zealand hops. My thought process on that is those farmers, the guys that are growing those hops there, they're having no problem <coughs> moving their product, right? Right. They're going to sell out of that product every year. The prices on those hops are going up every year because demand's so high. Sure. Why would you sell out to a hated company in the craft field? You're already going to sell your hops. It's not... But it's not so much selling out, it's selling to. I mean, okay, let's say that there is one guy in Australia named Jimmy who has a line. He owns Ella. All right. Every Ella hop in the world comes from Jimmy. And AB says, hey, Jimmy, we'll give you $22 a pound for all your Ella. And right now, Ella's selling retail for $22 a pound. Well, now they're, if it's selling retail for 22 a pound and they're offering wholesale prices for 22 a pound, instead of Jimmy selling for $4 a pound, he's selling for 22. Why wouldn't he? How, why does he, yeah, why, why does he I, care where they're going? I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know what, uh, I don't know any hop farmers. And I would love to talk to somebody that worked in the hop business and find out what their thoughts are on. Yeah. AB versus craft, and does it affect their, you know, um, do they look at it differently than we do? I can't imagine that they don't. Like, I, we're, we're sharing the same 
space, although slightly differently. Um, but I got to believe like they have the same kind of outlook that that we do on them. Would yeah, you take a sure? But I mean, if you're making a good living. But I don't know, it's the same as buying I, out of I get cry sales reps to come into my bar all the time and buy beer. I'm not going to not sell to them. You know, that's com- that's a completely different thing, though. Do- those guys just want to have... That's, their, that's just a job for them. Sure. They just want to come in and have a pint. Right. You know, they, they happen to work for a uh, company that, you know, we don't care for that much. I can't fault the guys that work there. No, and I don't. I don't fault them either. But what I'm saying is, their money still spends. Yeah. You know why wouldn't you sell to ABI? Why would why you would know, ABI go in there and offer a, that kind of money for hops just to fuck craft? Is that control? Yeah, that's what they're doing in South Africa. It's buying power, dude. Yeah, the whole you thing. Have the money, you control the hops, you control the market. And, nope. and like I said, that's what they're doing in South Africa. The whole thing in South Africa, I think, got way blown <coughs> out of proportion. They already had a vested interest in that hop farm. Yeah. Uh, with them buying a particular brewery there, it just like solidified their interest in the farm. At this sure. Point. So now they're buying a, a specific brewery in this area. Granted, it's two different countries, but it's kind of like saying... St. Louis and East St. Louis are in two different states. It's the same fucking thing. New, Australia and New Zealand, they might as well be. They're kissing cousins at worst. Oh, I, don't think the, <laughs> I don't think the Aborigines are no, agree with that at all. <laughs> no, I'm sure any Australian or New Zealander that heard me say that would be real mad. But I'm actually pretty sure that the hop farms that are on New Zealand in Australia may be together. Yeah? Some of the same growers, yeah. I mean, the climate's the same. I can't. Yeah, why wouldn't they have multiple farms? New Zealand's I mean, such a small country. You got to have. I really doubt Cargill is only going to sell two row to craft brewers. I don't know why Jimmy the hop grower would only sell hops to craft brewers. I'm not saying they wouldn't sell to AB. What I'm saying is, will, would they take the next step and exclusively sell to AB? Yeah. Uh, well, again, if you can sell it for four dollars or twenty dollars. But if you think it's if I think it's about control, which I do, yeah. I mean there there's a huge secondary market for hops. People sell and trade hops all the time. Right. Breweries, big breweries across the country do it all the time. Sure, they get under a contract. They're not going to move the 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 hops that they think they are, so they'll swap out. Sure, I get that. So if you control the hops and you kind of you control, control all the contracts, you also control the farmers so in a way too. Yeah, it's very Dune esque. Do you guys know Dune? Do you ever no, read that? I never watched that. I was going to say read that, but watch that for you, yeah. Uh, it was a book? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> he who controls the spice controls the galaxy or something like that was like the tagline for that book, basically. Oh, yeah. It's kind of the same way. And it's true, though. Like Hops are such an integral part of beer, every style. It doesn't matter if it's an IPA or not. Hops are so important in ev- almost, ev- not every single, but 95% of the styles that you make. Hops are an important ingredient. And I just have a fear that we're going craft brewers and especially small craft brewers are going to have a very significant disadvantage in the near future on what they can get and how much shit's going to cost. I agree, dude. If, if like, let's just say all these little breweries like Schlafly, for instance, we, we participate in the hop trial program, meaning that we're paired up with a bunch of hop growers across the world and we guarantee to buy X amount of pounds of any experimental hop that they make and give them feedback on it. If, uh-huh. Let's say if AB 
takes all these hop contracts over, where does the creativity go? Are yeah. they going to allow them to create like that? That that worries me. One of the most brilliant business strategies that I've ever heard of in this industry was by Lagunitas. It's put it in the list of things of reasons as to why I respect this brewery. But they, I go up to all these hop farmers and they're like, you've got an experimental hop going. I don't care if it passes or not. Here's money. I will buy every single pound of it for this year's crop. Doesn't matter. If it gets a name, it gets a name. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. Doesn't matter. And all these hops that fail, they just grind them down and tur- turn them into hop oil. And, and they use that bittering. They use that hop oil to bitter. They're saving a fortune with that. And if the hop hits a home run, boom, you got it all yeah. for the year at least. You know, it's brilliant. I think. I'm just worried that in the next five years, the varieties of hops that we're going to be able to purchase are going to be drastically cut. Why? Because I'm, I fear that not just Anheuser, but other larger but big breweries are, breweries going, to take are going to start buying them up. Why that, wouldn't you? This was my concern with ABI buying four peaks or whatever it's yeah. called. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to lose. I love the New Zealand, Australian hops that are coming out right now. Rawaka, Montauk, and then you've even got the, the bigger ones with uh, uh, Ella, Galaxy. Yeah. You know, I really like them. You know, what happens to... By the way, we've got Good Boy on. Uh, uh, he finally showed up. Uh, he's on a mic. He's got headphones on. He probably won't say much, but he's here. Hey, Good Boy. Hey, how's it going? He's wearing a Bell's <laughs> hat and a Firestone t-shirt. He's a beer guy. You wear Born to Kill. Or you write Born to Kill on your helmet, and you have a peace bucket button on, <laughs> your, on your jacket. What do you mean by this? It's the duality of man, sir. Are you... What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the movie. Okay. Yes. I got it. Wait, what movie? <laughs> we were, we're talking about a movie? No. Oh, is this Dune? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I've never seen it. <laughs> I haven't either. Don't feel bad. I would like... To, I don't know this because I, I don't study hops and who owns what, but how many hops are owned by like a single grower? Uh, seven. Three. Eighteen. There are other answers. Fundamentally, there has to be a <laughs> variety of growers and a variety of uh, styles of how you know, like I honestly have no idea. Yeah. The only one that I know of, or from what I've been told, is uh, Amarillo. Almost every bag of hops that we get in has a registered trademark symbol right. after the name on them. Right. right. So somebody owns that I and mean, that and that. I'm guessing all of the the big popular modern ones, but it's 100% a guess. Your, your Galaxy, your Mosaics, your Simcoe's, all of those that are relatively new and popular, yeah. I would guess those are owned by a solo farmer. So the question is, is do they own the actual flower, or the plant, or is it just a name? No, I believe it's an actual strain. It's to that, that rhizome in particular is right. trademarked. For, from what I understand, like Amarillo hops, the reason that they were so expensive two years ago is because only one farm grew them. They were the only ones that had the, the rhizome, that, that they were the only ones that could. And he had said, you know, we've kind of, we, we can't keep up anymore. We're going to release this hop and allow multiple farms to grow it. Now Amarillo's kind of gone to shit. I don't know if that's why or not, but. I didn't realize that they had done that. And that explains a lot why we get different bags of Amarillo and mm-hmm. that different there's he a, said he was going to i don't know that he did so that may or may not ca- be the the cause of it. there's been a huge quality fluctuation in that hop <laughs> yep i used to like it a lot yep and we don't use it anymore because it's so inconsistent yep is it coming I, from the same supplier same supplier yes 
Sounds Doesn't mean like, on the same farm. Sounds like what, a lot what happened with Citra, too, didn't it? I haven't used Citra in a while. Yeah, we don't, don't use know. a whole do lot have, of Citra. Do they have problems with Citra? I, I mean, I, at least from a homebrewing perspective, I know that, you know, I, I bought, you know, a couple ounces of it a couple years ago, and it was totally different from the last time I used it uh, really? last summer. Can we open up another beer? Yeah. Jake's got one coming. I also know the price fluctuated a whole lot, too. It used to be, you know, 25 bucks a pound or whatever, and I saw it recently for, like, 15 So Yeah. If that's the case, then, it could be because it was released. Yeah. Galaxy, know. Uh, I know I saw on one of the, uh, like, brewery subreddits in certain places was going for $80 a pound. What was? Galaxy. Jesus, and those and a couple of the guys are like, "Hey, does anybody?" That was their whole. Uh, Fuck yourself, man! Come on, you know they got onto the Reddit, the subreddit, and like, "Hey, man, uh, we use Galaxy in this one beer. Does anybody have any extra we can buy? We just can't afford to pay." Could I have the glass instead of the no, bottle? No, you got to drink out of the bottle. <laughs> you know, we just can't afford to pay. Eight, who can afford to pay eighty dollars a pound? <coughs> ABI hey, Anheuser, <laughs> a normal craft brewer can't. No, can't. no. I just don't want to end up with like Cascade, CTZ, and Columbus as like the only hops that we are going to be able to use. Exactly, you know? exactly, and that's because that, those can be grown anywhere. Yeah. Like uh, you're lucky you, you, know. you can get Warrior or Magnum or Millennium from Bittering. Right, fine. you know, Bittering hops or whatever. They're pretty much the same all around. But this is our IPA with all Centennial. Everything's this is our gonna IPA be a smash with beer. Cascade. <laughs> I heard those are trendy. Smash beers? You had sure. a bunch of them somewhere, didn't you? Maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, Hop Trial's out right now. Oh, you guys oh, just right? had uh, Hop in the City, right? We did have Hop in the City. Did you guys do release a bunch of the smash beers? Yeah, we had them all on. We actually had like eight. We were in Kansas City trials. mugging guys. Yeah. yeah while during that. that. Yeah. Man, you got real raw out there, dude. Yes, that's you raw dogged it. So, yeah, usually. <laughs> I'm allergic to latex, so. <laughs> That's so fantastic. How did it happen in the city go? Did you guys get any uh, protester trouble? You had nothing. Nice. Yeah, Good. I mean, so we were setting up on Friday, and the news copters were kind of just chilling over the parking lot, so it was real loud, but we didn't see anything at all. I mean, we're, we're two blocks from police headquarters. Oh, really? Yeah, there was protesting right up the road, but nothing came our way. They left our stuff alone that night. A festival went off without a hitch. It was fantastic. Very cool. Uh, by uh, the way, what are we drinking right now? So we're drinking the 2012 Schlafly Quadruple. Oh, right on. I know it's your favorite style, but uh, I brought this one. My favorite, but it's up there. I actually I love quads. Do you? I do, yeah. Okay. It is my favorite style. It oh. is not my favorite style, but I love quads. So quads transitioned me into <laughs> beer from wine. I, I loved yeah, wine I like until I tried quads, and that was it. But I brought this because I also brought the uh, 2012 uh, bourbon barrel aged, quad, aged quadruple. It was a wine and cheese exclusive release we did. In what year is this, the one we're drinking right now? 2012. 2012. So it's the same. So we're, we're going to drink a five-year-old quad and then a barrel aged five-year-old quad today? Yep. It's the same That's beer. It. Just this went into a bourbon barrel. Hey, Mark. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Jake's coming back every week. <laughs> Enjoy that late, Kyle. <laughs> I told you you'd be mad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Kyle's at the lake and Mark was sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> the herpes medication will do that to you. I know. I know. I told him to get the, the non-drowsy formula, <laughs> but he didn't listen. 
This is nice, man. This is very good. It's like dark candy sugar. Uh, it's dark cherries. Yeah. yeah. Dark cherries. That's what I'm tasting. It's uh, super sweet. What's the ABV on this? 12 flat. 12? This does not drink like a 12% beer. No. I'm getting a little warm in the chest, though. Are you really? Just a touch. A like, oh, I, don't, I don't get it in the... Uh, in the on the tongue, but like right maybe, in the uh, maybe right here, yeah, in the sternum. The, yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's nice. All right, it's I kind of like uh, just doing a little sip of whiskey, mm-hmm. just a touch. You should have smelled the basement of the tap room when we were putting this in whiskey barrels. It was yeah. awesome, dude. Just dark fruit and oh, damn, sugar is, for days. This is really good. This is really really good. The nose has a little bit of alcohol on it too, uh, still, which I'm surprised for being that old. But it's got that. Papery uh-huh, quality, cardboard, that I look oxidized, in yeah. Really old malty beer, yeah. man. Oh shit! Now, uh, real quick, not to drastically, I want to go right back to this beer. That's your thing. But last week or Trip. the week before, Kyle asked me what my beer of the year was, and I said I, there's one, but I couldn't remember what it yeah. was. Dragon's Milk S'mores. Oh yeah, that's, that's my a beer good pick. It's my beer of the year so far. I forget what yeah. I picked now, but that might have been a better pick anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kyle said rupture, I think. But yeah, yeah he Rupture's really likes that beer. Solid. It's so a great beer. Lot. It is good. But Dragon's Milk S'mores is my beer of the year so far this year. Jen, Anyways, did you we go back you to had this Rupture one. the other night, right? Yeah. What did you think? Oh. You're an oh, IPA pale I've, guy. I've had a ton of Rapture up here uh, over the last couple weeks. Yeah, it's I, it's a really great beer. I like it a lot. Do you say Rapture? Rupture. Okay. It's not we haven't rapture. had the Rapture yet. No. Well, we may have. He was taken up in. Well, that was supposed. I thought Rapture was supposed to happen on Saturday. Yeah, it was supposed to be Saturday. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen ever, all of the people I know yet. I think we would have <laughs> heard about it on the news. I haven't been on Facebook much. So. Aren't we supposed to be dust by now? Probably. Yeah. Well, it's coming. Eventually. Hopefully. That's Soon. all we are. <laughs> Jake, that is all we are is That's dust. That's what I keep hearing. In the wind. In the wind. <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Why, uh, why did you do the Barrel Age as a Randall's exclusive? It was a wine and cheese. Because uh, wine and cheese provides know, the, the barrels. I don't know, but and this predates my employment there, but I do know that the jealousy that this causes is the reason we don't do exclusive barrel releases anymore. Oh, you don't? Not at all. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it just it's not right. I've got a uh, beer enthusiast story, and I actually kind of feel bad for the guy. I don't remember what... They just had an exclusive beer at wine and cheese, right? Who did? Wine well, and cheese. Wine and did. cheese. Okay, I don't, don't remember what the I said. Okay. I don't remember what the brewery was uh, that had a release there, and uh, I think yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a beer. It may have been a whiskey. I don't know. Either way, something just for them. And somebody was posting pictures of it. Hey, I got this on you know at wine and cheese or whatever. Somebody commented on there. I went in, and I guess my eight hundred dollars I spent last month wasn't enough to get me on the uh, list to buy one. I'm sorry, last month? Yeah, something like that. Yep, that's how their program works. And uh, Paul yeah. was got on there and said, nope, sorry, it's cumulative over the quarter, and uh, you didn't make the cut. <laughs> I don't know. There's a certain amount, the certain part of me that says, sure, reward your, your high-dollar spenders. I'm kind of on the fence but with it. I don't know, man. I am, man. too, and I don't know why. I mean, why should you not do that, I guess? Uh, so just tonight, I had a sales rep from a certain brewery come in who said, we are having a big release coming up soon. You're kind of on the cusp. If you want to get in on this, you need to sell a little more beer. 
here's where you are, here's where we want you to be if you want this beer. Why wouldn't they do it that way? I understand, and it's, I'm going to get the beer whether one way or another, it doesn't matter, but that's a whole different story. You know, I know why for wouldn't a, you a fact that, that people are scamming the system there, though. Oh, yeah? How's that? There's groups of people. People will group up on a buy whatever their card is or their phone number they use when they check out or whatever. It's a phone number when you check out. Yeah. They have a group of guys that they all use the same number when they go and check out to make sure their group gets, you know, uh, an X release, even though not everyone in the group will get it necessarily. But but the group will get to try it. They're on the top of the list every month because they have eight guys buying versus that one guy is buying power. Okay. Yeah. But I, still those eight guys only get one bottle, right? That's correct. Yeah. You can't yeah. game the system like that though. Like fuck you. That's just fuck that's wrong. Because what if the one guy who spent the least amount, it's his turn to get a bottle in this rotation and he gets to go in and he bought a six pack of, you know, Schlafly White Lager and now he gets to buy whatever Schlafly super rare variant they were going to do at the time, you know, barrel sure. age quad or something. Right. That's bullshit. If you're going to do something uh, like that, you have to police it and make sure that everyone has a fair shake at it. I'm how? That's, that's, there's, how? There's, Are they going to start calling people? Give me your give me your cell phone number to, to cash out. Hold on. Beep, 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 there's got to be a better your phone's system not ringing, fuck than you. just giving a phone number. There's, there's have a, a card with your picture on it. Sure. Whatever. That's yeah. it doesn't cost anything to print. You can cost you a dollar a card. Here you go. It doesn't have your if your photo's not the same photo as the person you're, standing you're, here. Uh, get out of here. You don't get to you get, get those cards. Terribly so expensive. Swipe them too. Yeah. Uh, you can get a, a gift certificate card that you can swipe for. Believe me, I have them here, and I pay for the service. And if I can afford it, Paul can definitely afford yeah. it with your picture on it. Yes. Really? No, no. You don't need to have the picture on it. If you just got your card, sure. it's kind of like a credit card, but it doesn't buy anything. You just swipe it to check in. So you would just have to present ID with it or something? And that, yeah. So yeah. Look, I'm, I'm buying this. Here's my wine and cheese card. Sure, but that's... They swipe it, and that goes in. I see what you're instead saying. Instead of typing in your phone number, that's still you've no got your card. That's still different than that. He, he can, can give the card to exactly. someone else, but it's such a bigger hassle, at least at that point. you got to like, float that card you around. You have to drive to someone's house to pick the card up. Right. It, it, <laughs> If you're going to go through that trouble, then fuck off. Just take the beer. I don't exactly. care. Exactly. I mean, you can you can also print a name on that card, though, right? And it has to match the name, the card, sure. the person. Absolutely. You're yeah. Yeah. This BS is going on with. Have you guys seen the secondary bourbon market that's out oh there right God. now? Oh my God! It's almost as unbelievable so as beer is. It's yeah, kind of retarded. If not worse. The amount of money that people get for bottles of bourbon on the secondary market, but the, the retailers are responding with jacking their prices up. To the secondary prices, saying yeah. "fuck you," you yeah. can't have that like that. Well, isn't that what uh, TG did with yeah. their uh, KBBS? An assassin. Both yep. of those. There's like, you know what? Fuck you. If the three hundred dollars a bottle, yeah. Secondary market's bottle. getting it. That's what I'm going to charge. And they're getting it, and good for them. Yeah. 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 You know what? On one hand, good for them. On the other hand, fuck you. <laughs> I get it. Why should That's somebody for else make? Premise. If you're going to come in and drink it there, it's a regular price. Is it? Yep. Okay. I think that's one of the breweries. Do you know what regular price is? I would guess in the range of fifty, probably. That's a guess. I don't know that that's a hundred percent true. No, I, I'm pretty sure even for on-premise consumption, it's still those you know, couple hundred bucks or whatever. Really, I had read that <laughs> you could yourself, go in and buy man. it if you drank it on site. It was like a normal price. I could be wrong, but I mean, I fifty bucks is not a normal price for any beer you're making. 
Why would you pay that much for a perishable product? I, that makes we've no had this argument on the show. Internet no, dick like, swing with bourbon. Yeah. Like you can set it in your cellar for fifty years and it's still going to be good. But beer, it's not going to be good for fifty years. Like five, five years is like yeah. Unless it's a sour or something, it maybe caps get out at old a ale. Yeah, you know something you can get twenty years out of, but. There is a point at where that stuff will not be good anymore, and I don't. Yeah, the whiskey I think will last for, for fucking ever, basically. Yeah. But well, it doesn't deteriorate. Yeah. It doesn't change. It's not going to improve. It's not. It won't get better. Deprove. Degrade. De- it's not going to improve. It's not going to degrade. But you know what gets better is that bottle. Oh, they don't. They only made this bottle in 2017, and now it's 2057. Sure. Yeah, that's an old bottle, so the bottle makes it more valuable, even though the liquid the, is the legitimate glass yeah. bottle. Yes, sure. Uh, and I think because whiskey bottles change and evolve a lot more than beer bottles do. Yeah. You know, I think that's maybe why they have some collectability too on them. Sure. For older whiskey. So you guys were just in Kansas City, right? Yeah. So there was a shipwreck that they found that sank in the Missouri that they actually dug up all the contents of. It sank with everything in it. It was like, it contained everything a general store would need. And they huh. dug up a bunch of, like, food that was all jarred up, like pickles that were, like, 150 years old, and they were, apparently were still good, but they had liquor in there, and they said it was phenomenal. Really? Yeah. Where did it end up? It's in this museum in the Farmer's Market District down there. You should in go. KC? Yeah, it's totally oh, worth seeing. I just kind of stumbled on it. It was really cool. Can you try, like, some of the product? No. Oh, okay. No. Maybe if you know the dude, but, yeah, it, it was interesting to see that. He's like, no, it was phenomenal whiskey. So where, where did it end up? I'm sorry. It's in, in a, Kansas City. It's in a museum. Yeah, in a museum. Okay. They it dug was, it all up. Like but parts somebody of the ship. still yeah. tried it. Yeah. The people that were cleaning up the bottles and stuff from the shipwreck, they dug yeah. it up in like a middle of a field and d- like got all the dirt and crap Wait, off how of does it. a shipwreck end up in the middle of a field? So uh, the river diverts and changes in the floodplain. Okay. So it moves around. Yeah. And that's where the river used to be. So when it sank, the river was there. River moved over over time and... Now you have a ship in the middle That's of the field. That's pretty fucking cool. That's really bizarre. <laughs> that, you know, you're sitting there. It's like walking through a field and you trip over something. Uh, the like stern of a boat. <laughs> yeah. I want to say it was I'm, something. I'm harvesting my corn and all of a sudden there's a, the, the bow of a boat sitting there. <laughs> it was there? years ago, but I want to say it was something like that. They were walking through a field and tripped over a piece of wood and like, what the hell is this? <laughs> sure enough, it's a giant steamboat that sank. That's crazy. With its contents. It's kind of cool. It's actually very cool. I agree. If you're in Kansas City, check it out. It's in the Farmer's Market District. We didn't have time for me. I wish you'd have told us that, but yeah, we were busy robbing people. I I actually (laughs) found out you were in KC. We never uh, robbed anybody, just for the record. You were in KC today? No, I found out you were in KC today when I finished last week's episode. Oh, Oh, today. I've been waiting to open this one for a while. I cannot wait for this. This is the bourbon or the barrel age one? Yeah. I think I have one more bottle of this. I as well really don't know what barrel it was. I know the 14 version was definitely um, Evan Williams because I shellacked that barrel for Paul just so he could have it. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of a bury the hatch thing. He was never really fond of me when I was his rep. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, you meant Paul. Like, wine, wine and cheese. cheese not yeah. Paul, yeah. your buddy. I thought okay. that at first, too. Wrong, wrong Paul. Well, he's fond of me. He better be fond of me. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing that guy. Uh, he listens to the show. Paul, we're looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks at Augusta. So. Oh, yeah. On top of that, we... I'm not. We, <laughs> we, I did bring a, a, a fun thing to do. I brought a... It's a I'm just going to call it Paul's Pick. It's kind of sitting on the table there in front of you with the 
Crown Royal bag on it. Gold wax sticking out. Are we going to do it as though it was a blind beer? Sure. Why not? Did you bring a blind beer, good boy? I've got a couple bottles in the car. I didn't really okay. intend them as a blind beer, but I mean, we're we can use one of them. This show has been flying, as far as I'm concerned. Right? Yeah, as I look down at the time, we're already at an hour, an hour seven. Oh shit! Well, okay. We don't have Mark making puns and Kyle <laughs> yelling at him for it. So it's, it's all very. Well, true. here's what we should do. We actually got good conversation going right now <laughs> yeah. without those two fucking it all up for us. Uh, I love you both. I do. What's Drink whatever uh, he's got in the uh, Crown Royal bag here, and we'll kind of wind it up, I guess, and then uh, we'll save some beers for ourselves after the show or something if uh, we want to drink something else. We could do that. Yeah. We could do a blind beer. I see we've got some leaky roof over there. Right. Oh, whatever. yeah. I don't uh, care. I mean, so uh, leaky roof was oh, at the beer festival. Fuck. This and beer's so good. They, uh, I really, I like, I don't, I'm not a huge mead fan generally. I like a lot of their meads because they're lower ABV, so they're not as sweet. Yeah. Uh, Have you tried this? No, yet? I haven't. You need to. It's so good. <laughs> Holy shit! <coughs> Kyle, you really, really fucked up by not being here, man. I'm so sorry. It's it's so much different than the non-barrel aged version. Oh my oh god! Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. The vanilla, the vanilla just screaming at you. But uh, you're, you're an idiot if you say there's vanilla in this beer. It's oak. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> vanilla. Can you, can you hand me that bottle? Because it says a fill date and a bottle date. I'm just wondering how long it was in a barrel. Barrel so, filled on August 5th, bottled on February, uh, August 5th, 2011, bottled on February 7th, 2012. So, so that's not seven, even a eight, full year. eight months. Cool. Only 204 bottles of this made. No kidding. So That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So I, I think I touched on the yeah. fact that we're not doing those special release beers for people. And like one of these... One of the things that this kind of a beer creates is the jealousy factor for one. Get a little closer to the mic, please. Sorry. Thank you. The jealousy factor is is terrible. But then you have all the other places like the other liquor stores that we won't name right now that, oh, yeah, we have a barrel pick. Let's take it to Schlafly. Well, coordinating logistics of that with all of the existing brew schedules that we have. And then you have to mix in the factor that there could be a barrel that could be infected and it might not turn out. So this, this Eagle Rare barrel that you sent over to us might be infected, and it might not turn out. You're telling everybody about this beer, and then it doesn't happen. Right. Who do you blame? Usually they blame the brewery. They're going to blame course. you for sure. Yeah. So really, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for us to do anything like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Does Schlafly, do you guys ever, ha- what's the odds of you guys having an issue with a barrel when you do any of your barrel-age stuff? Do you dump? Quite a few barrels. We do, and we actually specifically pull samples of every single barrel and send them to our QA QC lab yeah. and have them individually tested. Before so I was just going to ask if, if you just do yeah. it by flavor or by microscope. No, well, I mean, it's straight up you microscope. You might try something yeah. now and then <laughs> right, that's, a year I, later. I assume a brewery the size of yeah. Schlafly is going to do it by microscope. We have an insanely big lab at Bottleworks if you've not been there. like <laughs> yeah, have, I've actually have, never seen your guys' lab. I'd like to come down and check it out sometime. Dude, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. They they have three people that graduated UC Davis in there all the time. Oh no shit. Punishing our beer, aging it rapidly, just seeing what happens to it. How do you age something rapidly? Uh heat, light, air, extremes, you know. Okay. We, we have like special chambers. You guys do any uh music aging? No, that's that would be rad though. Yeah. You should just bring your record player in there and start playing <laughs> I went some down fucking to the, vinyl in the in the barrel room and see and what then, happens. Then you could hook the up like a, and stuck a, my phone a, next a, to a, a barrel. VHS version of Ghostbusters. <laughs> yes. dude, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, we don't do any of that. But it, it run the chariots of fire, or uh, uh, 
What's that movie called? Chariots of Fire? Chari- yeah, what's the fire? song called then? No, the... I think it's called Chariots of Fire. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure is it the movie is, and the song? Both called yeah, the same yeah. thing? Pretty sure the song is also the Chariots of Fire. Theme. Yeah. St. Elmo's Fire. That's also a movie. <laughs> Wait. You're just saying things with fire in the name now. It basically. Firestarter. Are those two different also things? Also a movie. <laughs> Chariots of Fire and St. Elmo's Fire too. Which one was about the runners? Chariots of Fire. Chariots of Fire was. About then what runners. was St. Elmo's Fire about? That was like about a town in Alaska. What was it called? It was called St. Elmo's Fire. Fire. <laughs> no, the town. Oh my god. Okay, so third base. <laughs> Jeff's drunk. Chariots of Fire. If you were to play a VHS of Chariots of Fire, then you get both movies and music. Why did you pick that as the movie, move, the music movie to watch? Because it's, it's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> it's way better than fucking Ray Parker or Junior. Wait, don't talk about his dad. Uh, don't bash Ray Parker in front of me. They're both uh, <laughs> no, no. They're both meh. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. got real sidetracked on. Uh, Fire movies for some reason. <laughs> that was a pretty serious tangent there. Yeah, I would love to see. I know, like a lot, some a couple of breweries are actually experimenting with uh, uh, music notes, like putting speakers inside a fermenter at different. Um, oh, wow, what's the hurt? Uh, like, Megahertz. Yeah, and uh, blasting like deep tones inside a beer versus high tones inside a beer. And seeing how yeast reacts and creates different flavor profiles that way, yeah. It and it's supposed to like have a pretty significant uh, increase on fermentation speed. Uh, so the really? one thing I saw was that uh, this brewery, it was super like they had only gotten uh, they had just started doing it, so they had a couple of trials done, and they cut their fermentation down. On they did one particular beer, and their normal fermentation was somewhere in like the eight to ten day range. And then they dropped the speaker in and played a specific uh, frequency on the speaker, and it cut their fermentation down to like three to five days. Really? Yeah. Like something in there, the frequency of the sound, like Ag- agitated the yeast. Got the yeast to be super active. Um, and so. If you want to really determine whether or not that's factual, if that actually does it, you do, <clears throat> excuse me, the same beer. Same pitch rate, everything. And you do uh, Queens Under Pressure in one and Vanilla Ice in the other. <laughs> because Vanilla Ice goes, duh, 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 ding. Yeah, it's got the, so it's got the, the hi-hat at the It's got the hi-hat. Yeah. If, if, that, if that improves it, <laughs> science fact. I'm really looking forward to see uh, seeing what comes of that because they, they had these prelimi- preliminary findings and they're like, okay, we kind of need to look into this. And uh, this was a couple of months ago. And they were trying to figure out how to do like a very scientific method, have people come in and make sure they're doing everything the right way and having controls and all of the variables figured out exactly and making sure it wasn't like a fluke. Like, sure. Uh, but I think, I, I, I don't, I, I was kind of joking about playing music in the barrel room, but I think there's maybe something to that. We'll see. You were talking about the the pulmonary results. Did you know that it was Pul- Bill Bill Pullman that was in Spaceballs? <laughs> I just found that out today. Independence Day. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize it was the same guy. He was in Spaceballs. 
Yeah, he was Lone he was, Star. Yeah, he was the main character. The president in Independence yeah. Day was also the main character in Spaceballs. <clears throat> That's a fucking great story. But you didn't know it either until just now. I, I haven't seen Spaceballs in a really long time. But you didn't know. I didn't. I just found out today. Da, 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 da. T-I-L. Yeah, <laughs> yeah T-I-L. The, the pulmonary effect here. <laughs> Oh man, you just opened this. I don't want to. Yeah, I want to crush this beer. I want to sip on it. Speed this along, man. I'm really, really enjoying this. Yeah, this is nice. No, it's really okay. I'm just gonna breathe for a minute. Okay. Do you want to pour it into like a decanter or? (laughs) You have one. No, fuck. It's funny because if 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 we sit that back and actually enjoy this beer, the the barrel age quad, like I want to, and then go into that. Mark would be so mad at us because we're going to go over an hour and 20 minutes. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we're at an hour and 15 right now. He'd already be trying to wrap us up. To be fair, that's kind of what our, 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 our niche is, an our hour ML. and 20. Right, yeah. yeah. I kind of get that, too. We've got we to wind down appropriately. We can't just be like, hey, all right, guys, see you later. Yeah, but I mean, that's yeah. any other show. It's if you start going too long, then Kyle gets way out of control and... Well, he would have so been hammered he's, by now. He, yeah, he's, We've had a lot of not, beer. By now, he'd have been hammered when he showed up. Well, that's, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, let's talk about beer, Big Black Beer Bash. Oh, drinking, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, it's not a big black beer, but it's a beer that would fit on our wall for that event. Th- if, if I had a keg of this, it would definitely be, yeah. be going on, yes. Um, let's see, what's today? Today will be Thursday. Thursday. So if tomorrow, as a listener. Right. If you're listening to this the day that it comes out... Um, tomorrow we are doing, it, we do this every year, Big Black Beer Bash, uh, started off as a, a celebration and now it's just kind of turned into a thing that we do because people enjoy old beers. We've got, it was Jeff's 40th birthday was the first year we did it. Black beers for his black birthday. Yes. And it's always kind of been his birthday celebration weekend, whatever the first weekend of October, last weekend of September. And now uh, he's four, it, year, four it has, years older now. It hasn't been my birthday celebration in a long time. But, oh, speaking of which, you guys gave me that bottle after uh, the yeah. festival on Saturday. Good boy provided me with a bottle in which he had all of my friends sign to say, hey, you know, here's something to commemorate this year's festival. It was amazing. It's a, a, a wonderful gesture. It meant a lot to me. I just want to say thank you. Mark hey, and I were awesome. standing outside kind of outside the patio when you're sitting there. Yeah. And I could see the, the tears welling up in your eye. And I'm like, oh, he's going to fucking cry. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. And you kind of wiped it away real quick. And I'm like, he's going to fucking do it. I'm like, it, nah, meant, it meant a lot nah. to me. It, it did. It meant a lot to me. I just want to say thank you. Yeah, sure. So I, I actually tried doing that the whole, every single time, every year that you've done the festival. Yeah. And I brought a bottle and we've always ended up just opening it because at the end of the <laughs> night, like we're all, everyone's just exhausted and I didn't have a chance to, you know, walk yeah. around and pass the bottle around and have people sign it and shit. And no, well then <laughs> so thanks yeah. for the last three years. Yeah. We, we, tried, we, we tried doing it, but uh, it didn't exactly work out until this year. Well, nonetheless, four years later, I just want to say thanks. I, I thought it was a very, very cool gesture, and it meant a lot to me. Sure. Uh, anyways, so uh, this Friday, tomorrow. September 29th. Is that the date? Okay. Yep. Yeah. We are doing Big Black Beer Bash. We have, I don't know, give or take 20 kegs, 30 kegs back there. At any given time? Yeah. I would say. Yeah, so somewhere in the range of 30 to 40 at any given time that we're sitting on. Yeah. 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 Um, 
doing the count right here, it looks like it's about 35. So, yeah, yeah and we had some in the other room that we didn't write down. So, that's also true. <laughs> um, go ahead and tell the story of what big black beer brush. I'm gonna sneeze. Oh, uh, so basically, um, we're gonna we sell her a lot of things every year. Any uh, if there's a cool, big, high ABV, barrel aged something or other that is rare or special, we usually put it in the cellar. We'll tap some things here and here throughout the year, you know, too, um, especially if we can get more than one of something. But a lot of our really cool, super rare stuff goes right into the cellar, and uh, we save it every year for uh, Big Black Beer Bash. And sometimes we save them for several years um, and let them age just to see what happens because we've tapped another one already, and we want to know what's going to happen next year with it. Is it going to be good? Most of them are going to be awesome. Right now, we've got two kegs back there that are three years old. Yes. That we've just been sitting on for three years. They may or may not be tapped. Well, one of them will be tapped this week. Uh, we're going to tap a 2014 Avery 21, which was an Imperial Brown Ale. Uh, what was the other one that we said we were definitely going to tap? Uh, vanilla Bean Stout. Yes. Where is 2015 that? Avery Vanilla Bean. Yep, 2015 Avery Vanilla Bean Stout. That's going to go on. Which is a on Friday. big Imperial Stout. Uh, we just got the 2017 bottles in. Um, so if you're so inclined, you can come in and buy a bottle of the fresh and drink it next to your pour of the old. Uh, yeah, so that, uh, that kind of stuff will be fun. Oh, a 2015 Avery old, bar, uh, Bourbon Barrel H Old Jubilation. That'll be real nice. I don't know that I've ever had that beer. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Is that oh. an old ale? Yeah. Okay. 2014 Bourbon Barrel, or uh, not Bourbon Barrel, excuse me, uh, Imperial Biscotti Break. Either way, yeah, we've got a lot of really good beers that we're going to tap this week uh, on Friday. Uh, it's always a good time. It's funny, though. Uh, every year we do this, and we'll put 10 or 12 beers on. And then people come in that don't know it's Big Black Beer Bash. Like, what do you got yeah. that's light? Yeah. And you guys are here on the wrong weekend. Wrong day. Luck, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You know, they have never been here before. They don't like craft beer. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> this this Friday, we'll either have Founders PC Pills or Schlafly White Lager. Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Because if the PC Pills is still there, that'll be on. If it's gone, I'm bringing a Schlafly White Lager. Yep. We'll have one light beer it's and a, thank a, you, Jake. Uh, a one IPA on probably, and then everything else will be malt. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> malt and barrel. <laughs> you know what I didn't notice on this list, which really surprised me? There has, yo, there it is. Uh, Backwoods Bastard. That's always been a keg that I've, I've held on to for a bunch of years, but it looks like we've only got one, and that was from last year. We've been releasing those on... Um, yeah, we did the Founders event. Found, yeah, and, events throughout the year. Yeah. And Backwoods Bastard is probably my favorite Founders beer. Yeah. Yeah. I know KBS I, is I still like really their, like KBS. That's their end-all, be-all beer, and I get that. Yeah. I uh, think their end-all, be-all is CBS. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I, I, I would much rather drink Backwoods Bastard over KBS. I mean, I like both of them, don't get me wrong, but Backwoods Bastard is just more my style. Yeah. I really like Backwoods Bastard. You guys are forgetting Rubeus. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I Dude, did. Okay. So, <laughs> I, you know that beer's rated like 95 on rate beer? Really? Jesus. How? 
Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not my. Style. I love Founders, man. They do some really, really great stuff. That beer is a total fucking miss for it's me. A, it's a sweet, mess and they have it in two formats. You can have it on nitro or standard pour. Oh, they do it on nitro. Yeah, they do. Ooh, I just because if there's one thing you want to mute a bunch of flavors on, is a beer that's already muted on flavor. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I don't get that beer. I don't understand why people like it. But we've had it on tap here both ways, and people buy it. People buy love it. it. I yeah. just, it's just not for me, man. I, I mean, at the same time, we sell the uh, you know the St. Louis Raspberry Frambois like it's going out of style. Sure. It's not my style. I don't like it. I don't but know that I've had People that love one. it. What does Nitro Rebeus taste like? Like It tastes like nothing. A lot of Raspberry nothing. Kool-Aid? It tastes like raspberry nothing. It, it, you know, <laughs> you can go to those oxygen bars and get like flavored oxygen. Imagine, imagine raspberry flavored oxygen. Huh. How many oxygen I like th- bars have you been to? Seven. Teen. Three. There are other answers. <laughs> How about a raspberry marshmallow fluff? That would be Rubeus for me because it's so goddamn sweet. Yeah. If you had a moon pie that was all raspberry. And I don't want to rip on, on them because I really like Founders beers. I do a lot. It's just Rubeus, man. Uh, Everybody, every brewery has that beer, though. Like, yeah, for sure. Avery is Avery is one of my top three breweries in the country. I don't like White Rascal. I don't. Man, they they did I don't, a ginger I sour that I bet I hate. We haven't tried that one. I, was, <laughs> Jeff, I came you. in the other day uh, last week when Jeff was doing the order, and he's like, Avery ginger sour, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I did it for him. I haven't even had it. No, I don't no. open bottles yeah. here very often, though. Yeah. So. Especially not expensive ones. Yeah, if, Thank if we you. had it on tap, it would be a different right. story. But <laughs> I don't know. I can All I right. can figure out the last time I had a White Rascal. <laughs> I remember exactly the last time I had a White Rascal. And we were at um, a, that was amazing. bar slash amazing. music venue in Columbia, Missouri. And I can't remember the name of it. Blue Note. Uh, no. Um, was I with you? Was no. it the time when we went uh, just a few months ago to see Papa? Nope. This was probably f- six, eight years, eight years ago. Uh, Fleshlight and I uh, went and saw MC Chris at a. Was bar. that at the Blue Note? No, it wasn't the Blue Note. Uh, it won't be the Blue Note next time you ask me either. Okay. Um, and they had. Uh, this was like when I was. Oh man, it had to been longer than that because I wasn't even into craft beer yet. This had to been like 10 years ago. And uh, oh, he was at the Blue Note. Wait, the Blue Note? Yeah, is that what you were saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. I, yeah. That's where MC Chris was uh, ten years ago. This bar had like twenty five handles, and I'm like, holy shit! I I hadn't been to a bar that had that many tap handles in St. Louis, and since I was underage and went to Crowlers, yeah. Um, and they had White Rascal, and I'm like, oh, I like the handle and the logo's cool. And uh, so I ordered one. That was the last time I ever had a White Rascal. Really? Hey. It was the first time also. Man, that's a riveting story. <laughs> yep. It'd be better if we had known where it was. It was a Blue Note, I told you. A Blue Note don't have that many handles. I don't know how many handles a Blue Note. I've either. only been to Blue Note once. Me too. I saw the urge there a couple years ago. Yeah, I saw the urge there several years ago also. Were we together? We were not. Okay. No. 
Jake's pouring his uh, super secret gold waxed beer here. This is Paul's pick. This is Paul's pick. Whatever it is, it's barreled as fuck, and I love it on the nose. The the, the nose is amazing. The bourbon barrel age riz, yeah. Uh, Paul is our friend that lives up north. He's a Minnesota Wild fan, fuck and the Blues the wild beat the Wild football. in the playoffs this year. So mm-hmm. uh, I just mm-hmm. want to throw that out to Paul because he, he listens to the show. Paul's a bitch, and so is his hockey team. And he yeah. will be screaming at the radio <laughs> saying, fuck you too. Yeah. I love the guy. I really do. I love Paul, but uh, the Wild suck. So, fuck you. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. This is very true. So, any guess on what this is? Well, I mean, I've only smelled it. I haven't it. tried it yet. I just, I'm just smelling it right now. Uh, just going off of my knowledge of Paul, I'm going to say it's uh, uh, bourbon barrel aged surly. Uh, what's there is? Darkness. Dark, darkness. Darkness. Yeah. That's what I said to start with. I'm like, yeah. uh, all we could see was the gold wax. And I guess it was going to be darkness. Yeah. That's my guess. It is surly. It is. Are we right on darkness? You're dead on. Nice. <laughs> beer's beer's what year? fucking good. It's this year. Oh, this is fresh? Yep. Nice. <clears throat> well, you guys are talking about surly selling out, so before I find oh. out that that happens. Do, like, do we know? I don't know. Yeah, I, was, I heard you guys say that. That's the first I heard of it. And if yeah. that's true, I want to It was a rumor, this. and uh, we don't know for sure. We don't know. We don't know. We are not saying that. We don't, we don't deal the, in facts all the time here on this show. I'm definitely not the source of that either. No, Jake was not the source. Jake, we still need to get closer to the mic when you talk. I say, if that's the case, I want to Man, drink this before this I find out. This fucking label is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. This... Surly, I, I've always really enjoyed Surly's labels. Yeah. It surprises me because it's a paper label. And the ones that I like from usually them the, the most printed, are usually the painted yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah. Take a look at the label, though. It's pretty yeah. fucking awesome. So even their flagships and stuff all have a really cool oh, It's like one. a yeah. three headed dog. It's a cerebrus. With a snake tail. It's like a cobra tail. It's a snake. So this it's, is it's also not. rye whiskey barrel <laughs> aged, which what? is cool. I said it's not a snake. It is. It's a snake. Oh, <laughs> sorry. It's not a snake. It's a snake. <laughs> this is a slippery snake tail. <laughs> That's a throwback to a fucking weird night. <laughs> yeah, very. I think either Lauren or Lynn have video of that night. Oh, man, I hope that that, that night could just yeah, delete could itself. <laughs> yeah. We had a good time. I agree. We were just sitting there talking about snags. Snags. <laughs> this is real good. This is... I would not have thought that maybe the... Five-year-old barrel-aged quad was going to be the best beer of the night, but thanks, Paul. I'm st- I'm still going to say the five-year-old bourbon barrel-aged quad was the best beer of the night, but this is a close second. I liked the quad better. The mouthfeel on this yeah. beer is incredible. Yes, it is. I thought the uh, the quad was a little thinner than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, the flavor was great. I wish it had a little more body to it. This is a, like I wish the quad had the body that this beer had. And that would have been one of my favorite beers of all time, probably. It probably if, did in the beginning. If yeah. the quad had this mouthfeel to it, it's the two beers, this beer and that beer, are a 10 and a 2. At this point, they're a 9 and an 8. Yeah. Man. The, yeah. Yeah. The, well done, Jake. Thank you very much for sharing <laughs> with us, man. It's Thank you very awesome. much. I've been waiting to come on this thing for a while, so... <laughs> I still have some more saved up for you know when Kyle. We stroke his dick enough on, so yeah, we do talk about you every now and again. Yeah. 
Yeah. Thanks. You guys are all right. I, I made sure to tell say. him uh, he was. He came up early before uh, we we got set up for the show tonight and had a beer. And I asked him if he was going to be nervous and stuttering like an idiot. Yeah. Where we're going to have to like go back and edit everything he says. And he's done good. You did all right. Yeah, buddy. If I can get you closer to the mic, I don't know how how well you're going to come across. <laughs> I'm just not used to having something this close to my face. No, you are. You're That's a liar. liar. Just a beer glass. <laughs> Long, black, and cylindrical. Yeah, right up near your face all the time. <laughs> Right. <laughs> You're going to end up sounding like our show did three weeks ago. Did you enjoy this week's episode of the Bruce Room? Dude, so... <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds amazing. I had to turn my volume on my car all the way up to hear yeah. that. And then, like, I, I accidentally skipped to, like, the last 30 seconds of it and it jumped to the next episode, and I almost blew my whole stereo <laughs> out of the car. I was like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. Jeff pushed a button. No, I know exactly what happened. You pushed I, a button because you pushed the button the next time and it fixed it. Not exactly, but yeah. kind of. There's 900 buttons on this no, board and Jeff knows exactly what one of them do. It's this dial right here. <laughs> That's the dial. Look, if I do it like that, you can't hear us anymore. But if I do like that, you can. Oh. Yeah. See? Whoa. And that's it what is. it was. See, we get this popping in our headphones because we've got a shitty headphone splitter. And I realized that if we turn down this gauge, this dial, we don't get the popping in our headphones. And it worked real nice. But our listeners can't hear us. So Popping in the headphones doesn't translate over the uh, the show. So right. We just have to deal so with So now we'd uh, have to deal with the popping of the headphones so that you can actually hear us. Yeah. Well, see, we're givers. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing else, man. <sighs> this beer is awesome. Uh, we're at 132. You want to call it? Yeah, you want to do the probably, blind beer? Uh, we should probably get, yeah. get it done. Get All right. Let's call it a day then. Uh, uh, Jake, good boy. Thanks for filling in yeah. for uh, Mark and Kyle. I almost think the show might have been better. I don't think you're going to have to edit anything tomorrow. I don't think I am either. I'm just going to add the it. intro and the outro. Yeah. We'll call it a day. I Nazis. think we found our team. Hey. <laughs> Dude. Official lineup change. Cunt. <laughs> Wait, Hitler? If you yeah. see Kyle. <laughs> hey, somebody had to put that in there. Yeah, good point. All right, guys. We will talk to you next week. We'll probably have the four of us back. Who knows? We may file Mark and fire Mark and Kyle. <laughs> I'm going to go drink some more of this 18% beer. Have a great week. See you. Bye. Good night. Later. Thanks for listening to The Brews Room, brought to you by St. Brewis Radio. We know you enjoyed the show because all of us, including Kyle, pretty awesome. We'll be back next week. If you want to meet any of us, you can come to Exit 6. It's down in Cottleville or Shamrocks in St. Peter's. And if you want to know the addresses, you can look them up online like a normal human being. If you want to visit any of my trivia shows, you can find the schedule at questionablepursuits.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Brews Room and on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Brews Room. You can always download any of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever the hell Podbean is. You can also stream us at stbrewis.com slash The Brews Room. Until the next week, keep drinking them beers. <laughs>